The views and opinions expressed in the Nevada Pep Podcast are those of the host and the guest and do not reflect the views of all parent centers. This podcast does not provide legal or medical advice and is for informational and support purposes only. No guarantee is given regarding any statement or opinions provided in this podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the PEP Podcast. You are listening to our first episode, and we have a wonderful topic prepared to discuss today, that of advocacy. But first, allow us to introduce ourselves. I am Kendra, the Family Voice Facilitator here at Nevada PEP, and I also have two of my coworkers joining in the discussion with me today. Hi, I'm Allison, the Statewide Family Network Director. And I'm Shar, the program coordinator. All titles aside, we are simply loving parents that have gained advocacy skills down through the years to help our children in school and the community. I welcome you ladies. Thank you for joining with me today. I believe the topic of advocacy is always a good one, but with everything that has happened in the last year due to the pandemic, it's a good time to have this discussion in front of a larger audience. You're so right, Kendra, and thank you for having us. I'm very excited to talk about advocacy today because I think it's a concept that is often really misunderstood. And for that reason, it can be scary for parents to want to advocate. Um, It could be challenging an authority figure and that sometimes can get intimidating. It's a pleasure to be here and I wholeheartedly agree. I look forward to our discussion on this topic. It's an important one for parents of children with disabilities and those with mental health care needs. Well, you are both amazing advocates, and I want us all to share with our listeners tips and strategies that are both practical and necessary. First, I want to start the discussion off by defining advocacy and talk about how parents can use certain strategies when it comes to school-related concerns. Shar, can you get us started? Sure. This information is from the PACER Center's Why Your Child Needs You to Become an Advocate handout. Simply put, advocacy means speaking up about your concerns to make things better. So then an advocate is someone who speaks up on behalf of others to make things better. Parents of children with disabilities may have to speak up or advocate for services and supports in school about educational placement or discipline practices, just to name a few. One key aspect of advocacy is knowing your rights. If you don't know them, you can ask the school or you can contact Nevada PEP for information and resources. Once you know your rights, you know what to expect and you can speak up with confidence. That is so true, Shar. I I remember a time when my son actually got RPC'd from school uh, when he was requesting one of his documented accommodations. And because I understood my rights um, from, you know, receiving support from Nevada PEP, I was able to go to the principal, show him exactly what the law stated, and uh, move forward for the rest of the school year. So it is, it's important to know your rights, and it does allow you to be able to speak up with confidence. I love that example, Allison. I know when my youngest was in elementary school, he was found eligible under speech, But as he progressed towards the second grade, he was really struggling with reading and writing. 
when I brought my concerns to the IEP team, I was told that he was on a speech IEP and they couldn't put anything in the IEP regarding his reading and writing. That is not what the law says, of course, and eligibility doesn't drive the IEP as we all know, present levels do, but I had to speak up and be willing to question them to get my son the help he needed. Well, thank you both for those great examples of what advocating for your child looks like. It also makes me think of a time when my daughter was in elementary school and she really needed an accommodation in her IEP that would allow her to get work ahead of time or to know what she needed to work on ahead of time. And in advocating for that for my child, uh, the school administrative team, the principal there, really thought it was a great idea for all students. So not only did me advocating for her needs change something for her, but it also made changes for the rest of the children at the school. So we see an example of how advocating for our kids sometimes leads to changes for other children as well. It's helpful for parents to know that they are not the only ones who, who feel overwhelmed by all the information, navigating the school system, and language of special education. So you both provided great examples. Now, what are some tips and strategies that you have learned over the years that you believe can be helpful for parents? There's a good resource from understood.org titled Eight Steps to Advocating for Your Child at School that I want to reference here. Some of the points that I think are particularly helpful and are things that I learned as I was really learning how to advocate for my own children are writing down your thoughts prior to meetings so that you remember during the meeting points that are important to you to discuss. Don't be afraid to be emotional, um, but remain respectful. Parents are emotional about their children and that's all right, but try not to make things personal or to lash out. And ask as many questions as you need to. There is no such thing as a, a dumb question, um, and, but don't be afraid to ask about for extra help for your child. Really, really, really good points and practical tips, Shar. thank you. It really is important for parents to have practical strategies to help them advocate for their child's needs in school. After hearing the information on advocating at the school level, I thought of two things, empowerment and advocating about services outside of school. I can remember as I learned more about advocating, gaining tips and strategies such as the ones that Shar shared and utilizing them to advocate for my own daughter's needs, I began to feel more empowered. We have a handout at Nevada PEP titled, Effective Advocacy is Key in the Age of Empowerment. A few paragraphs in, this resource states, parents can be the most effective advocates for their children will ever need given the tools they need to do so. It also states to empower parents so that they are able to avail themselves and their children of the protections inherent in the Individuals with Disability Education Act, also known as IDEA. And this really applies to protections in school and in the community as well. The more you advocate, 
the more you become and feel empowered. Yeah, I just want to go back to the resource that Shar brought up earlier called Why Your Child Needs You to Become an Advocate. One of the things that stood out to me was this quote. It says, advocating for your child with a disability is one of the most important jobs you'll ever have and can have lifelong implications. That is so important because oftentimes, sometimes when we don't even realize it, we are modeling uh, behaviors and actions for our children. And one of the things that's great is, is the ability to model that self-advocacy. So, you know, when my son sees me in, in that meeting, in his 504 meeting, uh, addressing the, um, the teachers and the administrators and asking for what is needed, pushing back when necessary, agreeing uh, when that's needed, he learns how to do that for himself. And he's really done an excellent job with that over the years. So that's part of the reason why advocating for your child is one of the most important jobs you'll ever have because you're modeling that for your child to be able to, you know, learn those skills. Very true and another really good point, Allison. Along with us advocating for our own children, we eventually want to teach them to start advocating uh, for themselves, which becomes an important skill as they transition into adulthood. Yeah, Kendra, you know, and I agree with Allison. I think that our children learn advocacy from us as we advocate on their behalf from a very young age whether it's at the doctor's office, on the playground, or at the school. But especially as our children get older, inviting them to attend their own IEPs is an important opportunity for them to watch and learn how to effectively advocate for themselves. And when they're ready, give them the opportunity to self-advocate. Yes, yes, Char, absolutely. Um, and that's the community piece as well. As you referenced there, um, advocating at the doctor's office, on the playground, really wherever um, it's needed to speak up for their needs and what our rights are as, as parents of children with, with various disabilities and behavioral and mental health care needs. Self-advocating at IEP meetings is a great place to start, as you stated. And in college, they they'll have the skills to access services through the Disability Resource Center to advocate for their accommodations that they might need to succeed in coursework. And the same goes on the job or with technical or vocational training, whatever they choose to do, learning to advocate or speak up early on helps as they transition into young adulthood. I really have to say I have learned a lot from the self-advocacy that my son does, because I had to realize that the accommodations and modifications that he may need, he would be the person having to use them. And sometimes I walk in and think I have such a great idea and he'll say, oh, well, that won't work. Or actually that's not a problem for me. And that's really the importance of authentic youth voice and that ability to self-advocate. Uh, I can't overstate enough how important it is to hear what youth are saying and to give them the room to grow and to learn how to become good advocates themselves. 
Another good point, um, Allison and Shar. Allison, thank you both for, for joining with me today. I love your expertise and your examples and strategies that are both practical and, and needed for parents. So just to summarize, in a nutshell, advocacy is simply the act of speaking up about your concerns to make things better. If you are advocating or speaking up for your child, you are attempting to make things better for them and possibly for other children. Some strategies you can use when advocating for your child at school include writing down your thoughts prior to the meeting, ask as many questions as you need, and don't be afraid to ask for extra help for your child. As you learn more about your rights and use the strategies you have learned, you will feel more comfortable and become empowered. Modeling advocacy is good for our children and youth as they eventually become their own self-advocates. Uh, we really hope this information was helpful for you today. For more information and resources, check out our website. The theme music used in this podcast was created by Youth Move Nevada member TJ Stevens of Falanche Entertainment. And a special shout out to Daniel Leal, a facilitator with Youth Move Nevada for editing these podcasts.